Hello and welcome to episode number 202 of Tennis Podcast. This is brought to you by Glassbox Media. Nick, this is brought to you by me. Oh, so you brought the show to all of us tonight. I did, and the list. Well, the list I hope you brought, because I sure didn't bring one. But if you brought us this podcast, then I have some questions. Well, I've been telling you that for a while now. So then why don't you, Mr. Host, tell the listeners at home, what is this show? What's it about? Well, we just really like numbers that are near 10, 8, 9, 11, so a personal favorite, 12, 13. So we just, each week we talk about each of those numbers and how good they are. And For an hour. Everything near 10, right? It's 10-ish, 10-ish podcast. Mm-hmm. I do think it's original idea. And <laughs> this being the 202nd, I feel like we're, we're finally getting into the, the, the weeds here. Uh-huh. And <laughs> we stay exclusively around the number 10. So today we're talking about the number 11 for the 15th time. <laughs> sure. Since it's the 202nd episode. So for the next hour... Well, we did 10.6 a few months sure. ago. For the next hour, we will tell you all about the number 11. You got two ones side by side. Oh, baby. That's about it. Well, the show's actually about... So, let the, let the actual host step in here. I'm Nick. I'm Nick Amell. I'm your host. The other voice there is Dr. Buster. Hey, yo. Each week, one of us bring a top tennis list along with fun facts and trivia. The other person does not know what the list is ahead of time and they try to guess each item on the list. As I said, I'm Nick and I'm joined today by a bear of a man, a beast of a gentleman, a hooch of a gooch, <laughs> Dr. Buster. A goose of a gander. How you doing? How's 2023 treating you so far? Hey, of all the animals you could pick, why'd you call me a bear of a man? Because you, have you seen The Revenant? I have. When the bear destroys Leonardo DiCaprio? <laughs> I feel like you are the bear of this podcast. You just come on and destroy it and just kind of manhandle it every week. Get it in your teeth and shake it about. I'm mauling it and yeah. it will never be the same. And you can try to piece Tinnish Podcast back together, but it will never come back to its rightful first position. Brother, as the producer, editor, I can confirm. <laughs> I've been trying to put the pieces together for a long time now and it's just not happening. You know, they're using those AI bots now to take podcasters' voices who've spoke on air for many hours, and they're now having them say things that they didn't actually say using the AI. That'll turn out so well. So eventually you could just do that with me. I don't have a need to do that because I am you already. Hmm. So, okay. I'm just talking to myself in two different voices and layering on the tracks. The listeners know that. You know, you being on over 200 episodes, you're probably getting to the point where an AI could generate conversation based on your voice you better be careful who you cross out there well i am an ai right now hmm (laughs) where do we go from here buster (laughs) (laughs) but buster it's your turn to bring a list i was told you have a list your people got to my people and said he'll have the list don't worry what's the list well per usual i disappointed i didn't bring a list great so we're just gonna well, let's go back to the number 11 then. You got two ones next to each <laughs> yeah. other, comes after 10, before 12. You could have said that if I made a mistake like that, I'd want to resolve my issue. I'd want to make it right. And sometimes when people make a resolution... You could say that. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times, people choose to make that resolution right around January 1st. Mm. That'd be the new year. So today we're going to talk about the top... 13, that's the 10-ish, oh, right there, it's not podcast. 10. That's where the name comes from. 11, 12, 13, the top 13 most common New Year's resolutions. Now, oh. uh, we will note, it is a three-way tie for number nine. Oh, baby. This is actually the top 11, because nine has three tied oh. for it. My sources today are Statista.com, don't confuse that with professional wrestler <laughs> Batista, and Wikipedia. That was a great joke. Thank you. The list, the ranking, is based on a Statista study of 1,500 Americans in 2021. So Now, is this a global poll or just America? It is only Americans. So, the, so they asked 1,500 Americans, what is your New Year's resolution? And they asked this in 2021. Yes. And the percentages add up to way over 100. So if they had more than one resolution, mm-hmm. then they would say... Okay, I've got these two or three. Should I assume that number one or two is listen to more tennis podcasts? Uh, 
You have to guess that to find out. I don't just give away number one oh, so easily. Okay, you're not gonna. Okay. So Nick, at the folks, uh, tell the folks at home what is a New Year's resolution? A New Year's resolution is when you say, "Well, <laughs> okay." It's literally like a five second window you gave me. Uh, a New Year's resolution is when you're a pathetic fuck for all of October, November, and December, <laughs> and you say, "Well." I could eat better or I could go to the gym more, but I'll push that till January. Hey, I'm talking to myself too. I do the same thing sometimes. But New Year's resolution is when you make a goal, essentially, for the new year, usually about self-improvement. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, as Wikipedia wow. says, quote, a New Year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western world, but also found in the Eastern world. So that part is completely useless. What a statement. In which a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior. You've got a lot of those. Yeah. Accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their life or behavior. Okay. An early instance of the complete phrase New Year's resolution is found in a January 1st issue of a Boston newspaper from 1813. That's the first. You know, Mark Wahlberg, listener of the show, is booking a flight right now to Wisconsin <laughs> to come whoop your ass. What year did you say that was? The, the... 1813 was wow. the first printed instance of the phrase New Year's resolution. And it spread like wildfire, which they don't get in Boston. Here's the funny bit. Even in 1813, people were already talking down New Year's resolutions. Here's the quote. And yet I believe there are many people accustomed to receive injunctions of New Year's resolutions who will sin all the month of December with a serious determination of beginning the new year with new resolutions and new behavior and with the full false belief that they shall thus expiate and wipe away all their former faults. Speak English, Doc. We ain't scientists. <laughs> well, my problem with New Year's resolutions in 1813 are, first of all, the writer got, the editor got that right. Pretty good, pretty spot on uh, analysis, I'll admit. Uh, but my problem with the New Year's resolution in 1813 is your, your resolution is just to like have one of your 19 children survive <laughs> yeah, or right. to have my 20th child because I need someone new to milk the cows this year or to not get a fucking, you know, paper cut because then I'll die. New Year's resolutions in 1813 are quite a bit different from modern times. Yeah, I think they consisted of survive another year and make it down the street without getting a pail of shit and piss thrown on me because nobody knew how to take care of their sanitation. Correct. Or read the Bible more. Yes, that's true. Repent. Repent, yeah. yeah. I think the editor of the Boston paper mentioned sinning in December. So I wonder he did. if the... So, you know, yeah. what you reminded me of, I was looking this up about Halloween I'm always fascinated about how Halloween got started last year around that time. Looking up how it got started was All Hallows' Eve. Mm -hmm. And November 1st is All Saints' Day. So Halloween is essentially, let's get buck wild and make all of our sins so that on the other side of October, we can all behave and be good little saints. That's kind of the same spirit as the New Year's resolution. Fuck off in December, do whatever you want, eat all the cookies you want during the holidays. And then New Year's Day, Clean slate. But also, do you like how we kept All Hallows' Eve, Halloween, but nobody's doing Saints Day anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> we let that one go. Yeah, they're like, oh, who, what? They did like two or three of those, and then they said, eh. They so, say, you know, I really like the partying and the sex having and the drinking, but uh, being a good boy the next day, I don't like that as much. Yeah, and we know that the people around the time of All Hallows' Eve being invented, which was hundreds of years ago, they only were naughty on Halloween, never the rest of the year. <laughs> That's right. Well, speaking of being naughty, Buster, do you keep New Year's resolutions or make them? We'll get into that. Oh, okay. In the midst of the list. Well, I'm going to get into your fucking ass and give a guess. Okay. When you say New Year's resolution, I think the average person listening can rattle off the top two or three. That's going to be easy to guess. So I'm going to try to save those. I'm going to try to think of ones that are a little more less obvious. And for my first one, I'm going to say in the second half of the top 10-ish, read more. Read more books. Show me read more books. Show you read more books. Not in the top 13. People don't want to read books. 
Not in the top 13, sadly. No. Where did you get this list? From fucking dumblists.com? Statista.com. <laughs> Sorry, Batista? What about what about Batista, <laughs> listener of the show? Okay. Uh, no, unfortunately, no reading more books. Don't you think that's a good guess, though? Come on. I do. And so I've made that New Year's resolution before. Well, it's because you're a fucking nerd. All right. So let's give another guess then. I'm going to say 13 of these things. Uh, curse less, which is a stupid one, but I've heard people say that. I want to curse less. Cursing less is not on the top 13 here. All right. Well, I was trying to save these big guns. This is going to be number two or three, and that's go to the gym more or work out more, exercise more. Okay. You've hit on the topic of exercise. Yeah. And they're not talking about demons. They are talking about... <laughs> oh, I was talking about demons. You, which one were you talking about? Oh, sure. Yeah. No, perform more exorcisms, not on the list. But exercise more is all the way up at numero uno, ah, number one. I knew it. 50% of participants said that they would like to exercise more the following year. Now... I will give you a hint. That's not the only way to phrase a health-related change in behavior. So keep that in mind. Mm. We're not leaving this topic fully. But Nick, what would you say of all the exercises that you do regularly? Mm. What's your exercise of choice? <sighs> hmm. Well, I love downward dog. Okay. <laughs> because who doesn't like the downward dog? Am I right? I don't know. I like it when other people are doing downward dog. You know, I'll give you a real answer. As far as exercise, uh, you know, I don't like to go to the gym and do like weight training. That's more Buster's thing. But I like to go on a long walk every day. Okay. Around the neighborhood? Around the neighborhood, yeah. Walk a couple miles every day. Are you listening to things while you do that or is it in silence? That is prime podcast time, friend. Mm. I don't have a commute to work anymore because I work from home. And so, yes, I listen to podcasts. And what do you do in inclement weather? Hmm. Well, then I'll probably ride my, uh, uh, what do you call it? It's not a Peloton, but, you know. An incumbent bike? Yeah. yeah. I have one of those upstairs. A stationary bike? Yeah. And if all else fails, then I'll just have your mom come over. Okay. Get some exercise in. For a little aerobic exercise? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, 50% said more exercise for their New Year's resolutions. Did anybody say less exercise? <laughs> no. I want to exercise less. No. Less exercise is not on the list. Somebody said it before. That would be funny, though. Yeah. I know it. Uh, Buster, you still go to the gym on a regular basis? I do, yes. And I also have a stationary bike, Peloton. I think I've mentioned on this show before that I used to be a runner, but with chronic back pain, I was told that I should not run ever oh, so again. So, I'm supposed to feel sorry for you. Is that what you're, you need a pity party for you, real quick? So now I also use a stationary bike and I really enjoy it. So yeah, I do, I weight train and, and I hop on the bike. You hop on the bike? Shouldn't you just ride it? Yep. <laughs> I feel like you'd get more yes. exercise with the riding. I do both. If you hop on it, you're really not. Yeah, the hopping on and the hopping off is really, I think, where the most calories are burned. Mm. Especially, it depends on how high you set that seat. Yeah. So there you go. What would be your next guess? Well, you mentioned the health. So what I thought was going to be number one, and I now think is number two, is eating better, eating healthier. Eating healthier, also known as having a better diet. Number two. Comes in at number four. Number four? What the fuck? Buster. Number four. 39% said that they would like to have a better diet next year. So do you think better diet includes or excludes airport hot dogs? <laughs> well, if it's you, it's always going to be including because mm, no. you just can't help yourself, especially near trash receptacles that may or may not smell. Wow. Nick, on a scale of one to 10, what, how, how, what would you rate your diet? Mm. I struggle with my diet, Buster, but okay. I've been uh, making positive changes lately. What is your weakness? What sirens sing to you in the night and <laughs> lure you sirens in? sirens sing to me? <laughs> It's the fucking creepiest, weirdest way you could have said that. The sirens of fucking soda. Of your fridge. The soda sirens, they sing to me, Buster. Mm. But instead of having 12 sodas at breakfast, I'm down to just six at breakfast. 
Four okay. at lunch, 19 at dinner. But it used to be 33 at dinner, so I've really cut back. Yeah. How long do you think uh, a person could live on that diet I just said? What is that, like 40 sodas a day? How long before they just keel over dead? My wife is a physician. Some of her patients will report drinking that much soda a lot. And one of their health goals is to go from 12 to 4 or from 8 12 sodas a, day? a day to 3. Yeah. Is 12 for real? That's a real number? It's not common. But there have been people who've come in and that's their health goal is to ease back on the soda by not blowing through a 12-pack of Mountain Dew per day. Mm, fuck that. Now, I don't want to give you too big of a hint, but that same exact thing I just said applies to another thing on this list. Another thing that people consume too much of. Hold that thought. If I were to strap you to a chair and just force Mountain Dew bottles down your throat, uh, how long would you last? Sexually? <laughs> Take it any way you want, bub. Doctor. <laughs> you know, back in the day, I loved Mountain Dew. I couldn't mm -hmm. get enough of it. Baja Same. Blast, Code Red, they could do no wrong. The last time I had a regular Mountain Dew, it just felt and tasted like I was drinking syrup, and it was not an enjoyable experience. Let me ask you, had it been a long time between Mountain Dews? The yes. Last time? Yeah. I've heard that and I've experienced that with certain flavors of pop. Like if you go a long time without soda and then you're reintroduced to it, most people, like they've lost the taste for it. Yeah, I, I have. It's lost its taste for me. We just, we're better friends than lovers, I guess. Hmm. Me Wait, and you and me Dew, but... or you and the Mountain Dew? <laughs> Both, but. Okay. How long would I last? Less than five minutes for sure. Wouldn't be good. Well, coming soon to a Tennis Pod Plus live stream is me strapping Buster to a chair and forcing Mountain Dew Baja Blast down his throat. Only for subscribers. Yeah, exactly. You said your weakness is soda. What siren songs do you easily avoid? Like, what's one unhealthy thing that you just have no problem staying away from? Huh. Hmm. I'd say mine is candy. I yeah. am not tempted by candy at all. I, I was going to say candy. I mean, I do like candy, but it's pretty easy for me to just avoid it. Because it's not, it's, everybody's different. Everybody's pantry is different. But like in my house, candy's not something we regularly keep on hand. So it's easy to avoid it, you know? Whereas, sure. not that, and we do avoid keeping soda in the house. But if you ever go out to eat or whatever, soda's always on the menu. It's harder to avoid. But like candy, you're not going to go to, you know, fucking Red Lobster and order the uh, Airheads as the appetizer. Although maybe that's an idea. Even if we have candy sitting around the house, I can avoid it pretty well. But you get me and some cheesecake. <laughs> cheesecake is a weakness. Or some pasta. Then you better shield thy eyes because <laughs> I'm going to do, do some things, explicit things to those foods. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure your uh, IBS is also going to do some things <laughs> yeah. later yeah. as well. Uh, Nick knows this about me. I keep a hefty amount of Pepto-Bismol within reach at all times. <laughs> Took some today. Okay. So pasta and Mountain Dew is your uh, breakfast every day. Not quite. All right. What's your next guess? So there's something else with food on here? There is. Now, what could that be? Less sugar? It's less a, sweets? I think it's a poorly phrased version. Of the two things that we've already said, put together. It's what people would most commonly say to another person about their New Year's resolution. Be healthier. I want Make healthier to... healthier choices. Uh, lose weight. Some... Lose weight. Yes, there yeah. it is. Number two is lose weight at 48%. Just below 50%. Now, you might be saying, Buster, why being such a negative ass? What do you mean poorly phrased? Because that's well, Buster. When you say lose weight, Already, you're kind of setting your resolution up for failure because you don't know what the method of attack is. Is it your inputs, the way you eat, or is it your outputs, the way you exercise? Which one are you trying to impact? If you don't have a clear plan for either or both of them, then you're likely not going to lose weight. I like exercise more. I like better diet. I'm not a fan of just, quote, lose weight. To play devil's advocate, to play Satan's advisor, on the opposite of what you said, well, I have my goal in mind. My goal, the end goal, the finish line is losing weight. The methods by which I get there is not the important detail. The important detail is how I personally, physically benefit. Okay. Well, I would assume you haven't read the, you haven't read the book 
Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's a, it's a book that revolutionized the way I, I think about this type of stuff. Have you read it? No. Oh, okay. I, I highly recommend it to you and all listeners. It really flipped the script for me when thinking about how to achieve a goal. In step one, we always think, okay, figure out what the goal is, and then you'll get there. But he said flip the script, and it, it's kind of like the metaphor of when you're going to drive somewhere, before you think about where you're going to go, you should make sure you have gas in the gas tank. And the same thing is true for habits. You sh- we should have our, our habits down. We should know the methods by which we're going to get there, and then think about the goal. So what I'm hearing is you think you're better than us. Just you. Mm, okay. Well, that's fair. So, yeah, I just, yeah. I don't know. You could easily get lost in the sauce if you're like, I'm going to lose weight. And someone says, well, how so? And you say, well, I don't know. <laughs> but I'm going to Yeah, get but there. who doesn't know? Like, there's only two things, usually. It's eating better <laughs> and exercise. It's not like, well, I got to go read a bunch of books and figure out how to lose weight. <laughs> I better ask my mentor, my college professor. I have his number still. Yeah. I'm going to start putting out trash on the side of the street on purpose for a while until some rabid raccoons show up. And then I'm going to train in hand-to-hand combat and try to defeat these raccoons on a nightly basis. <laughs> That's, That's how I plan to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. It probably works. That's how you lose weight. So I have made this resolution before. I'm not a New Year's okay. resolution guy, but I have made the resolution to lose weight. But I always know that involves diet and exercise and fighting raccoons for the trash. <laughs> so I've done this. If anyone needs advice on how to not succeed at losing the weight <laughs> and failing at your resolution, hit me up, send me a DM. I'll coach you through yep. it. At one zero ish pod pod at gmail.com yeah all right have you ever made a resolution for lose weight no but i will say i've made resolutions for other things here which we'll get to but my goal all the time based on you know build the habit not the goal is just to exercise as many days as possible exercise as many duh i thought you're going with exercise demons thing but (laughs) But, you know, exorcising demons is also great exercise. If you've seen any of those movies, they're sweating. For the possessed person, it's a hell of a workout getting the demon out of it. They're screaming. They're climbing off the walls. They're on the ceiling upside down. They're turning their head around backwards. I mean, look how bad childbirth is. Can you imagine a demon being expelled from you? No, childbirth ain't that bad. I think women just make it sound worse (laughs) than it is. (laughs) I'm just kidding. As like every woman that's listening immediately... Deleted the podcast from their phone, yeah. Yep. I am married to a woman who has given birth. I know it is no picnic. But I will say that uh, like childbirth and like having a demon ripped out of your soul, it's a very physically exhausting, taxing situation. But not just for that person, but for the people in the room, especially the priest that's, you know, (laughs) flicking water at you at your head and yelling at you and pointing the Bible at you. It's a workout for that guy too. Yeah. Yelling all those incantations and spells and reciting spells. verses for hours. <laughs> no spells, Buster. But <laughs> I do think since I have struggled with succeeding at losing weight as a New Year's <laughs> resolution, this year I'm going to say, well, my New Year's resolution, you mentioned that we shouldn't start with the goal. We should start with the methods, right? Like eating better. Start with the habit. Yep. So the habit I'm going to get into is becoming demon possessed so that I can be exorcised in the new year. And lose weight that way. You flip it. Right. Some people get a personal trainer to hold them accountable. You need to get the exorcist to come in to pull that demon out of you. And that's how you're going to, that's going to be your program. Because the power of Christ compels me. It compels you all the way into weight loss. Do you ever shut the fuck up? Seriously. (laughs) You literally asked me to come on the show, so I wouldn't shut up. So. Okay. Well, let me give you another guess then. All right. Yes. We have. We are leaving health territory, but that's not quite true because there are two things left here that directly contribute to your health, but you probably wouldn't say that they're a health resolution. I mean, if I was Richard Gere, I might be saying my resolution to improve my health is to stick less gerbils in my ass in 2023. Is that on there? I think that can definitely get the heartbeat fluttering. I think that's probably a pretty good exercise method. Okay. The heartbeat fluttering is a pro and on the con side is like... (laughs) A dictionary-sized list of your fucking rectum being destroyed and your intestines being chewed through. 
but we, we don't have to get into it. Okay. What about, uh, well, uh, this might be a long shot, but like uh, stressless, like work on my stress or anxiety. That's a good like one. That. That's a really good guess. And I would say that that is going to become a top New Year's resolution in the coming decade, I would assume, but it's not on the list. Okay. Think about specific vices. Oh, okay. Smoking less. Quitting cigarettes. All right. Our first number nine three-way tie. Oh, baby. 10% of people say they would like to quit smoking as a New Year's resolution. Now, I was curious, look this up. As of the beginning of 2023 here, 12% of people still smoke in America. 12% of adults, I assume. Of adults still smoke yeah. cigarettes in America. That's actually lower than I thought. Because mm. I, I mean, I still see people smoke quite a bit. Yeah, it's one in eight. Now, yeah. okay. what's interesting, I was kind of thinking through my whole social circle, I don't know that I know anybody who smokes cigarettes. I know some people through there. work you don't know that anybody. do. Sorry, okay. But if we're talking marijuana, then I definitely know a lot of people who smoke marijuana. And we don't know anyone that doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, right. It's just yeah. funny, that difference. Yeah. Well, because one, you're smoking tobacco. Well, w wait, what? The stuff that's bad for your lungs is not in marijuana, right? I would, yes, correct. None of the carcinogens and stuff that is bad for you, none of that is present in smoking marijuana. Okay. The devil's lettuce. The devil's now, lettuce. Now, you will get possessed by a demon as soon as your lips right. touch the joint. So, I need to add to my bingo card of New Year's resolutions for 2024. I need to smoke more weed. I need to smoke the devil's lettuce so that I'm sinning enough to become possessed, to become exercised, to lose weight. Uh, you are on a successful train here. I'm seeing the whole domino effect taken off. But cigarettes are bad for you, kids. You should try to stop. It's still weird that there's this whole industry out there. Like, there's still, like, a chief of HR at a cigarette manufacturing company. You know what I mean? Like, it's just weird. There's a whole industry out there, a whole market, and you're either in it or you're not. I think about that a lot when I go into a gas station and behind the wall I see, you know, hundreds of different types of cigarettes. Yeah, I just don't ever think about it until right now. Well, you know, just like uh, you're not in the rush stacking Russian egg doll market. That's something else that people well, are really into. That's what you think. Oh. What is it now? Rush stacking? Tell me. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's like a wooden or glass or metal doll. And you oh, open the doll okay. and there's another one. And there's another one, another one, another one. There's usually like four or five or six of them inside of each other. Yeah, I have seen that. And how many of those are inside of your ass right now, Buster? Well, I've laughed a couple times, so a few have popped out already. So I think there's probably four remaining. All right, so everyone watch your step out there. You don't want to step on one of those. Watch your that step. Fe that fell out. <laughs> As if they're all walking through my office. Do you have anything else on uh, smoking? No, but let's hit that other vice because it is low on the alcohol. list. Alcohol. Drinking. Uh, drink less. Drinking less alcohol. Number 11. It's at the very bottom of the list. Only 4% of people said that they would like to drink less alcohol. Yeah, most people are like, I want to drink more alcohol. Yes, I want, to, I want to be drunk more often. Yeah. Now, look this up. According to the National Institute of Health and the USDA, what would you guess is the limit for a healthy amount? Well, they might say that zero, per, zero alcoholic drinks is the healthy, but come on, we want to have some fun, right? Mm -hmm. So, what would you say for moderate usage, what's like the healthy amount of drinks per week a person can be allotted? Measured in what? Like number of How glasses? How many drinks? Okay. Yep. Just number of drinks per, per week. week. Per week. I'd say five. All right. What if I told you the number was different for male and female? How would you change your answer? Hmm. I've always heard the male body, since it's bigger, it can absorb more alcohol. So I'm going to say seven for men and four for women, something like that. Okay. Not, not too far off. One of those numbers was, was correct, actually. So it's seven for women, 14 for men. Oh, 14 for men. Yeah. Two, so one a day for women, two a day for men. Now, mm. again, that's moderate intake. But if you're staying underneath that, then the USDA says, for moderate alcohol consumption lifestyle, you're doing okay. 
And the USDA, they actually released a press release with their new campaign this year, where if you drink more than seven or 14 alcoholic drinks per week, respectively, they're going to show up at your house and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> That's right. Buster, how many al- alcoholic drinks do you have a week, you think? I'd say eight to nine. Eight to nine a week. I have one in the evening most days. And then like on the weekends, wine? I might have two. I kind of rotate beer, wine, whiskey, all the above. Goat piss? Yeah. How many alcoholic drinks do you think I have in a week? That'd be zero. That'd be zero. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, 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 I think you have some every now and then. So I'd say like 0.25. So about one a month. You're right. I do have some every now and then, but it's definitely not 0.25 uh, per month. I'd say I have like five alcoholic drinks a year, I'd guess. Wow, Nick, um, I think we should pause this show right now and it's time to have an intervention. I, <laughs> five a year is just, I'm right. worried about you. You're worried about me. Right after you said you had eight or nine a week, but okay. <laughs> I think you need to make this resolution. Well, the year. thing is, your body can absorb so much more than mine because you got the ass cheeks. You got the booty that can absorb. <laughs> your booty absorbs oh, most see, of the alcohol. Right, 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 right. See, I thought you meant how many drinks am I giving to my body? The ones that actually make it to my mouth and the ones I don't, I'm not feeding directly to my ass. Well, that's not very many. But. <laughs> so most of them you're feeding directly to your ass. <laughs> Which I remember learning when we were growing up that people who would take alcohol to the anus is really dangerous because it hits your system instantly. It's far more potent and it's immediate. Yeah. I've heard that too. Crazy stuff. So you should just not put out... <laughs> You should not put alcohol in your ass. Let's just stop there. Is that the official New Year's resolution that the Tennis Pod wants to promote? That's the new Tennis Pod slogan. Anywhere you see the Tennis Pod logo, you will now see a tagline that says, don't put alcohol in your ass. Or do. It's up to you. But be careful if you do. Now, speaking of putting things in your ass, let me give you another guess. Okay. Are we done with vices? We are. Nothing here equates directly to health. Ugh, so weird then. If, like, because books isn't on here, what else is there that people want to do? Travel more? Okay, that's a good guess, but it's not on here. Not travel more. How about work less? Okay, working less. So you've hit on two of them that are pretty close to this. Now, when, when people say they want to work less, what do they mean? They're lazy. They need to pull themselves up by the bootstraps like <laughs> I did in 1948. These young kids just don't want to work anymore. <laughs> Nobody wants to have a job. They all want handouts. Am I right? <sighs> now, where's that stimulus check? Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so walk me through uh, how I hit on two here. Well... When they want to work less, what, when they say that, what do they want to do more instead? They want to spend more time... Oh, with family. With friends and family. So that... Really, that's it. Because usually I'm the opposite. I want to spend less time with friends and family. <laughs> yeah. Right. Am I right? 18% of people here at number six, more time with friends and family. 18%, number six. Now, I thought this was an interesting resolution. Me too. I've never heard of people making this type of resolution. Well, I think it's because it's only psychopaths that are going to become serial killers say this. You know, 18%, that's about one in five people say that they want to spend mm-hmm. more time with family and friends. I think it is work-related. I think when people say that, the implication is, I'm working too much, or I'm bringing work home with me, mm-hmm. or stuff like that. So it's like, I need more time outside of that, I think. I would love to see the breakdown in people here if it's with children or without. Because mm. so many people, I, f- I feel like the phrase, I, w- I need to spend time with my kids while they're young. I need to spend time with my kids. I feel like that phrase is so common in our society that love to see the breakdown of parents and non-parents here. Yeah, and who doesn't want to spend more time with your kid screaming at you to turn Peppa Pig back on? <laughs> I understand. For the eighth time that day. And having a teary, seizure-like tantrum about it as well. (laughs) Okay, so you think that those with kids or without kids would answer which way? I think those with kids would say this more. Mm -hmm. I think the most of the people who are responding this way have kids. I love spending 
time with friends. I do. I try to do it as much as I can. I'm a very social person. But I've always been that way, so it's ne- it would never be like a resolution of mine. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just wonder how many people, when they said this, had kids in mind. And it's true. Buster's very social. I've known him since middle school. And he is one of those friends that he just doesn't get the hint that we've kind of had enough. We've had our fill. I'm like a venereal disease. As annoying as I get, spot on. I am just tenacious and I keep coming back. And once you thought you got rid of me, I come back as a nasty surprise. <laughs> as a nasty surprise. Are we talking about the IBS again? <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's hit on this other one that's job related. Oh, new job or promotion, something like that. Okay. You got it. Boom. Excellent. Boom. Nick Flex and his 202 episodes worth of uh, experience here. Well, when you're the host for that entire time, you, you get good at this. Yeah. You wouldn't know, I know. Yeah, well... Yeah. I'm just disgusted you're with done. you. So, <laughs> I'm done. Coming in at number five, at 21% of people said that they would like to make a career change or they want to have a more ambitious career path. So, this is the opposite of work less. I think it's maybe not work more, but work better. Do something that's more fulfilling, something that they are yeah. more proud of for their career. A few things here. So one, this is five, and spend more time with friends and family was six. So there's actually a larger percentage of people that have a work-related resolution. Also, this is a two for one. The first half is make a career change, get that, slash, more ambitious career path. Those seem like two distinctly different things to me, don't they? Because make a career change to me is like, I am sick of being a teacher, so I'm ready to, you know, go back to school and become a doctor. I don't know, making shit up. Right. But a more ambitious career path to me means you're staying in the same career, but you want advancement opportunities. Hmm. But maybe I'm misinterpreting that. I'm not a doctor after all. Well, no, I think it's true. You could definitely change your career because you want a better work-life balance and you do want to work less because your current job's too demanding or it doesn't fulfill your soul. But to have more career ambition is to explicitly say, I want to work harder and I I want to progress. I think it's a good point. They're they're two different things for sure. But I guess they lumped them into the same thing here. Yeah, I don't know why. But yeah, I can relate to this. I've I've definitely made goals about not the, the... latter half, a more ambitious career path. I'm always someone looking to the next thing in my career. Sure. So just like I'm looking for my next sidekick host. Right. Yeah. In the middle of recording this episode, you're just struggling through it because you hate me so much. You're already thinking about who you're going to get on the show next time. You, when you see me typing, you think I'm typing the list here as we're guessing, but I'm actually writing notes on all these resumes I have for new sidekick hosts. (laughs) Yeah, begging begging anyone but me to come on the show. I'm taking resumes from like 14-year-olds at this point. Anybody. (laughs) Mutes, people who can't even talk. (laughs) Mutes. Now that'd be a hell of a... I think we... That's got to be a prerequisite to get this job because now... That's a brilliant idea. I need a mute on the other side here. There you go. Can mutes still laugh? Honest question. Can they laugh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they can't talk. I just think they can't talk. They don't have the fine motor skill to produce, or maybe it's a problem with the vocal cords, but they can still laugh. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about, so I'm looking it up. Do mute people laugh? This is on Reddit. If you're thinking about a vocal laugh, then no. However, they do get those good belly chuckles that everyone gets when something is funny, and they'll make the same movements and facial expressions of anyone else laughing, just no sound of vocalization. So I count that as laughing. We're both right. You can laugh and it not be audible. Because I was thinking like the vocal. (laughs) The mutes won't do that. They won't. So if I was doing the podcast and the sidekick host was mute, then the listener, when I say one of my many hilarious jokes. Have you said any today? You wouldn't hear the laugh. You'd hear a. (laughs) As their body like kind of vibrates with the belly laugh. Right? Indeed. Yeah. They got the belly laugh going on. They got the whole front front wiggle. Yeah. We all, who doesn't love a good front wiggle, am I right? <laughs> Buster, I think this is a good chance to give us a quick recap of where we stand right now on the list. Front wiggle your way down this list. I think that's a bad idea, but I will say we should pause here and, and recap the list here. So <laughs> wow. at number 11, we got less alcohol. 
At number nine, we've got quit smoking. Now, remember, we've got two more here at number nine, and they are not related to smoking at all. Number eight, or sorry, whoops, you haven't got number eight. Almost you want to tell me away. real quick? Almost had a whoopsie poopsie. <laughs> whoopsie poopsie. <laughs> no, we love six. the front wiggle, but we hate the poopsie whoopsie. <laughs> I like them both, especially at the same time. Oh, wow. Number six is more time with friends and family. Boring. Number five is a career change or career ambition. Four, better diet. Two, losing weight. And number one, at 50% of people want to exercise more. Now, that's 50% of people who've made a resolution. Got to be clear about that. Yeah. We're excluding the whole population of people who don't make the resolutions. If you don't make your resolutions, then please remain subscribed to the show. Yeah. You didn't expect that twist, did you? Invite everyone, your friends, your dog, your aunt, every person who's got a front wiggle in your life, bring them on to the show. You know, anyone that does listen to our podcast, like, out loud, like, you know, not with headphones in, then there are probably lots of dogs that do listen to this podcast. Yeah. And they can't voice how terrible they think it is because they can't talk. <laughs> no, they say, ruff, 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 ruff. Okay, Buster's staring at me with that was great eyes. Thank you. <laughs> Quick interruption here because I know that some of you sickos out there are just like me and you enjoy learning about a good old-fashioned cult. Well, I was recently on the Twisted and Uncorked podcast to discuss a lesser-known cult even I had never heard of. It's called the Blackburn Cult. You can join me in learning about this early 20th century cult that included the sacrifice of animals, sex scandals, and attempts to resurrect a dead 16-year-old girl. But are you really even a cult if you don't attempt to resurrect a dead 16-year-old girl? It's a wild story, and you can hear me talk about it with Alicia and Sierra from Twisted and Uncorked. You might recognize them from episode 169 of Tennis Podcast, where they were guest sidekick hosts for the most haunted places in America. Listen to my episode on Twisted and Uncorked right now on any podcast app. It is the January 24th, 2023 episode. Or just check the show notes for a direct link. Keep it twisted. So how about for another guess, go to church more. Increase religiosity, not on the list. Read the Bible more. Read the Bible more, not on the list. No, nothing of a religious nature. Good. Huh. Okay. What about when people step outside of themselves? Get out more. Everything so far has been about me, 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 me. So, what's a resolution that might involve other people? Find love? Something like oh, that. that's a good guess. Find romantic love, not on here. Help others. Give to charity. All right. You've got, you have stumbled right into number 10. That's not a stumble. That's a calculated guess that was correct. Yeah, after I gave you 27 hints. Wow. Look, there's a lot of hand-holding on this episode. I'm just going to say it right now. Nope. Number 10, <laughs> coming in at 5% of people said they want to donate more money. So, Nick, why don't you share with everyone here today, how much money did you donate last year? Well, see, I don't want to make anyone else feel bad by knowing how much I donated. Sure, yeah. To other causes. You don't want to make them angry when they hear how selfish you are. But I am accepting donations now at tennispod.com slash plus. Okay. No tax write-off, but you do get ad-free episodes. Are you a non-profit? Are you a 501c3? <laughs> no, but I'm still waiting to turn a profit. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Now, it has been an explicit New Year's resolution of mine before to donate some more money. But it's a good resolution to have, but I'll bet there's less of this resolution than... There has been in a long time, given the uh, recession and the inflation and people having less disposable income. I could see 2023 yeah. resolutions being lower on this category. That's true. And it's always uh, startling to be reminded that many nonprofits receive more money in the month of December than they do the rest of the year. Yeah. I mean, charities, they just bank on Christmas season because people tend to give in the holidays more so than the rest of the year combined. That's just wild to me. Yeah, but that's why I donate a portion of every paycheck every month 
not just December, to the human fund, because it's money for people. That is a deep cut Seinfeld joke, yes. But Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to ask if that was a real thing. No. Uh, I donate my time to your fucking ass about an hour okay. every few weeks on this show. Have you heard of the effective altruism movement? No, but I'm sure you're going to tell me. Nope. Okay. I'll give another guess then. So just real quick, effective altruism. Ah. It's this method for trying to figure out if for each dollar that you donate, how much human suffering is relieved. Oh my God. Okay. You're trying to maximize when you donate five, ten, twenty, hundred dollars, whatever you're gonna donate, how effective is it? And there are websites to help you calculate and find what are the most effective things that you want to give to. Right? Because the argument is that some of the things that people really feel a lot of internal gratification about and they feel really proud to donate to are actually really inefficient. They spend a lot of time on marketing and administration and like Susan G. Komen. Right, sure. And then there are other nonprofits that people know nothing about that are out there doing real work and saving people's lives. It's something I've started to pay more attention to starting last year and this year. And uh, whenever we have some, some money we want to donate, I kind of look it up on effective altruism and see what their score is. So how would you recommend listeners look that up? Google effective altruism, and I think it's, it'll be your first hit right there. It's, um, I don't know what the website is, but... That's fine. There you go. There's my plug. How much do you donate annually to butt plug charities? $69. Nice. All right. <laughs> nice. Okay, give me another guess. <laughs> okay. I'm missing quite a few. And uh... how about we stay in this other realm? Okay. So if some people out there are like, you know, I would love to give back to my community and people around me, but I don't have Volunteer. the funds. Volunteer. Maybe I just want to volunteer my time more because that's yeah, yeah. easier. That is at one of our other ties for number nine. 10% of people said that they want to volunteer more. I knew it. I have also made this New Year's resolution in years past. It's probably one of the reasons why I joined the Rotary. And I have been a Rotarian now for uh, coming up on two years. You want a trophy or something for that? <laughs> no, but just throwing it out there that I've had this thought in my mind before. I, I want to use my time to help other people out and I recommend it. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that is one thing about Buster sincerely here that when he thinks about something or wants to do something, he usually goes and does it. Unlike me and most people I know where you think like, oh, someday I'll do that. Or someday I want to try that. That's why I'm taking over this show. I have set my mind to it and it will be conquered. You set your mind to it. I have volunteered and I like to volunteer. I don't do it super often, but uh, at the animal shelter. Mm. Uh, I'm a big animal lover, as anyone who follows me on social media will know. Okay, now wait. When you say you love them, can, mm. do, you want to, do you want to get into exactly what you mean by that? I love to cuddle them and hug them <laughs> and kiss them and tell them they're a good boy and give them treats. I do not like to do anything beyond those things. Okay. Sir. Are you sure? On the record here. Sure. Okay. All right. I'm just trying to get the facts straight for the listeners. I'm not supposed to tell you this, but me doing this podcast with you now, this is actually volunteering because <laughs> right. someone had to do it. Someone had to talk to you for an hour. Yeah, yeah. local social workers <laughs> reached out to Nick and said, <laughs> for Buster's goodwill and his sanity, will you please no. spend one hour with him? And for the sake of humanity and society, so he'll leave the rest of us alone. We're getting so many public health concerns. People calling in saying Buster's trying to hang out and spend time with people, and we need you to, to take a grenade. He won't stop booty clapping. We get it. We've seen the booty. Put it away. Uh, Is there anything else relating to family? Um, not directly, no. How about something with money, like investing or becoming smarter with my money? There is something with money. Now, would you say that people tend to spend not as much as they want to or spend too much? As the resolution? No, like just in, in general. Oh, people think they spend too much and they need to spend less. Correct. You got it. So ding, ding, ding. Number three. I knew it. Number three, all the way up at 44% of people say that their resolution 
is to save more money. Oh, save more money, okay. Save more money. Now, here's an aside that's true. Not just blowing smoke up Nick's whole butthole here. But something that sticks out in my mind a lot of times when I'm talking about saving money with people, I'll just get this random flashbulb memory to Nick telling me way back in high school that I really should be saving money as much as I can. And I just think, A, that's sage advice. But B, we're like 16, 17. What 16, 17 year old is telling their friends <laughs> in earnest that they should be saving more money? And Stay I've always it. just thought that that was really, that's really admirable of you to have that thought because I certainly, I was not in that mind frame and wasn't for a long time. It took me many years to catch up to you on, on that sentiment. Something I learned really early on from my dad is to save well. And I think part of the reason I probably told you that, I don't remember saying it, but is because everyone I knew in high school is not thinking about that. And maybe they shouldn't, you know, who knows? You know, you got to live your life and all that. But anyway, it's worked out for me. I think it's never too early to, to know the benefit of saving money. Yeah. Hats off to Nick in high school and beyond for telling people to save more money. Is that ahead of the curve on this one? The more money you got, the more booty claps you can afford. <laughs> hey, I'm determined to bring it back to booty claps within every guest now. <laughs> and I will say that saving more money, it wasn't a formal resolution here in 2023, but it's something that my wife and I should do for sure. <laughs> yep. And as a new daddy, even more so. Well, I'm actually just going to have my daughter get to work as soon as possible and just yeah. take all her money. So. Wait, are we back in the 1813 New Year's resolutions <laughs> right. where you only had kids to staff your land or your house? The good old days. All right, so I just need nine, eight, and seven, right? Yep, you've got another one for nine, eight, and seven. The middle of the list here. What about something with like being more green? Oh, more sustainable. Wasting less. None of that is on here. Nope. No sustainability. Uh, this is America we're talking about. I forgot. No <laughs> Americans are making that resolution. They probably said they want to waste more. Mm. Just to rub it into Libtard's face. <laughs> to own the libs, we're going to waste more. We're going to buy trash in bulk and then <laughs> just throw it out the window. Strew it about. I'll show them. All right, I'll give you this other one, this last one for number nine, because it's such a random resolution in my mind. I never would have guessed this. Maybe it's not as random to you. I want to itch more. <laughs> itch myself more. I want to, yeah. And, um, <laughs> Is that it? I'm going to be doing a lot of scratching. <laughs> no, what ties for number nine, at 10% of people want to complete some type of home renovation. Oh, home renovation. Home renovation or home decor. They want to change the way their house or place of living is. It's a bad one. I would never think to make that a resolution. That stuff stresses me out. Like renovating my home. It takes a lot. Yeah. And I don't know a damn thing about it. So I pay other people money to come in and put some magic voodoo all over my house and make it better. Cast a spell. Have the priest come over and cast a spell on your house. But I think... <laughs> I think if you want to lose weight, you could hey, renovate. Hold on, hold on. To circle back to that point, the only difference between, ca quote, casting a spell and like a religious incantation <laughs> or like a repeated prayer is whether you believe in it or not, right? Sure. And you and I firmly believe in it. <laughs> That's right. House Slytherin all the way. Renovate the house yourself and that will contribute to your lose weight goal. While you're working on the house, be throwing the cigarettes down and the alcohol. And that will lead to the sin that will become your demon possession. And then while you're renovating the home, which you've actually been renovating this whole time, is a prayer room, which is where the exorcism will take place. Nick, I don't want to jump ahead of ourselves here, but I think you just wrote the next New York best-selling self-help <laughs> book. It's truly all the best advice all in one place. I missed one, though. When the priest gets there, you're, you know how in every demon possession movie, the demon-possessed person always mocks the priest and says something to, like, make the priest mad. First thing you do is the demon-possessed person, when the priest gets there, get that booty clap in right there in front of the priest. Mm. The priest, the priest. <laughs> You'll know if they're a real priest or not and how good their spells are based on how they respond to the booty clap. 
if they get too into the booty clap and they say, mm, yeah, then they might not be the best spellbinder. By everything we've seen come up in, in recent years, if they're very interested in the booty clap, you might know they're a priest for sure. <laughs> True, especially if you're underage, but let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah. Let's All not right. open that on this list. Uh, okay, home renovation. Anything else on that? Uh, no, we've got two more, number seven and number eight. One of them is to do less of something, and the other one is to start a new blank. New business? Start a business? Not a new business. A new. It's for fun. Hobby? A new hobby. That's on here? Number seven. Yep. 14% of people said they want to pick up a new hobby, a new venture, something for just the tickles, laughs, and shits. Tickles, laughs, and shits. At least one or two of those things. But (laughs) don't you think, maybe I'm weird. Maybe you disagree with this. I don't know. But to me, hobbies should come naturally. When you go like Mm. seeking out a hobby, I'm sure people do that with success. But for me personally, that won't work for me. The hobby needs to come to me. I can't come to the hobby. I get it. I get what you're saying. And I agree with it. However, I haven't made a formal resolution, but there is something that's so beneficial for your mind to have to rewire and rework itself to start something from scratch, to be a newbie, to be a complete beginner and start a brand new hobby all over. It's a whole realm of information and practice and skill that you know nothing about. And so it's a huge opportunity, I think. Like starting a podcast might be, you'd say. Sure. And last year, my new hobby was taking up curling. Curling. So, yeah, we joined the curling club. Curling. It's the sport that's played on ice, like giant shuffleboard. And they throw the big stone and then the people sweep it. Oh, yeah. Now, where is this at in Wisconsin? So many towns in Wisconsin have a curling club. So our town here, our small town in central Wisconsin, we have our own curling club. How long have you been into that? We drink beers on the ice, throw some stones, get some sweep in. Stop. That's enough. What would you say your most recent new hobby was that came so naturally? Well, asshole, I think... I mean, the podcast is one, but that's a few years old at this point. It's going to be five years this summer. Can you believe that? Fucking nuts. (laughs) Oh, I can. Yeah, I don't know. I want to start doing tennis again. Oh, okay. Tennis is good. Tennis or tennis. Which one did I mean? We'll let the listeners decide. Hey, band name right there. No. Tennis or tennis. All right, I just need number eight. What could this be? Number eight. This is doing less of something. Less negative? Negativity? Okay, less negativity. I do think that experiencing negativity is what's causing people to say they want to do less of this. Less shitting. (laughs) I want to shit less in 2023. People love a good shit. Well, doing too much of it. This thing is pretty trendy. A lot of people are starting to say, oh, well, I quit blank, or I have tried not to blank lately. No, it's not health-related. Well, you could say it's mentally, it's mental health-related. Less of screen, less screen time. Okay. Less phone. Yeah, so you're getting red, red hot. It's a specific type of screen, a specific type of thing you do on your phone. Less social media. You got it. The connection to other people, number eight, is less time on social media at 13%. 13% of people, about one in seven, said that they would like to spend less time on social media as their New Year's resolution. Won't anyone think of Mark Zuckerberg and the shareholders? Why is everyone being so selfish and giving him less money? Yeah, I know. He's a robot and needs to upgrade his software. Yep. He needs lots of financial stability to do that. We all need to move on to a virtual world in Meta and support him. Oh, Christ. And get him that ad revenue as much as we can. Preaching to the choir. Let me ask you something. I think we might have touched on this before. I can't remember. But I haven't touched anything. And if that's what you're accusing me of, then I haven't. I know. Still a wonder that you got your wife pregnant. <laughs> but social media. Wait, what? Nothing. Social media is a relatively new thing. But it also seems like an old thing. What's the future of social media? Are people still going to be liking and commenting on each other's posts in 20 years? 
it's hard to imagine a world where that's not around. But on the other hand, it seems like people might be kind of over it. Yeah. I was talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I wonder if we'll get to a point where social media was a phase in society and people realized its pitfalls and opted to not have it or to not be in it as much. I think it'll still always be around kind of the same way online discussion forums have always been around, but not like front and center in everyone's life like social sure. media was. And is Like no company of- will ever be without a website. Right. Again. Just like that. Yeah. Unless you're in central Wisconsin, then everyone only has a Facebook page, which I don't understand. But it's not like people sit on business websites for hours, you know, going through <laughs> And if it. you do that out there, listener, <laughs> seek help. Unless it's tennispod.com. You're welcome to do that there. Maybe in the future, people will all have whatever social account it is, but they just have it by necessity. It's like, oh, it's just a compulsory thing we do, but we don't sit on our phones and browse anymore. Yeah. Or social will just continue to evolve. Just like TikTok is new and Facebook is old. And TikTok's not exactly social media. I mean, it is and it isn't. Because you're not really being informed about people in your life. I don't mean that, but the the very act of like liking or commenting or sharing Mm. something is a social engagement. Yeah. Have you ever made anything likable? No. Oh. Still waiting. I hope to do something someday that someone likes. That someone, someone and would by the share way, with someone. Follow us on TikTok at TennisPod. <laughs> on that note, why don't we recap yes. the top 11, the top 10-ish, to the top tennis, <laughs> New Year's resolutions. Yep. <laughs> you can't stop me. I'm already on a roll. Can't stop me now. No, please. You want to interrupt me again? Please go on. 4% of people would like to Can't drink. stop me now. I'm going to need an hour-long debrief after this to get unpissed <laughs> off. You're going to need eight or nine alcoholic drinks for just today <laughs> yeah. after this. Yeah. I'm going to use up my <laughs> weekly limit right as soon as I hang up this call. 4% of people would like to drink less alcohol. Number 10, we want to donate more money. Tied for number nine at 10%. People want to quit smoking, they want to renovate their house or switch up their home decor, or they want to volunteer more. Number eight, less time on social media. Number seven, a new hobby. Number six, more time with friends and family. Number five, they want to make a career change or have more ambition. That's 21% of people said that about their career. Number four, better diet. Number three, saving money. Number two, lose some weight. And number one, at 50%, half the people who make a New Year's resolution say, I want to exercise more often. Exercise more demons. Yep. Exercise the demons. Yeah. Well, Buster, if you had to pick one of these that is your New Year's resolution for 2023, what is it? Save money. Not that we're lavish spenders, but... It's so easy for the little daily here and there stuff to pile up. And you're like, oh my God, how did we put $3,000 on the credit card? And you look at it and no charge is over $100, but it all just adds up so quick. What about you? I'm always trying to have a better diet. And another one would be less time on social media. I think I could use less screen in my life. And I'm always looking to have a more ambitious career. Okay. So there you go. There you go. Not too shabby. Yeah. I wouldn't mind starting a new hobby sometime here in 2023. Could your new hobby be shutting the fuck up for once? (laughs) It's one worth trying, I think. Hey, I'm not going to say anything's off the table, so. (laughs) Okay, great. (laughs) Well, Buster, this has been just so splendid. Thank you so much for allowing me to get some community hours talking to you this week. Thank you to all of you for listening to this podcast. We sincerely hope you keep your New Year's resolutions. And my New Year's resolution for you right now is to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Recommend us to a friend. Let me know how we're doing. Hit me up on social at the Nick Amell or at Tennis Pod. Buster, anything else you want to say, doctor? Any prescriptive advice you need to give? 
if you get any one-star reviews in the future, it definitely wasn't me creating fake burner accounts just to tank the show. I would never, ever do anything like that, so I just want to put that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's it for me. Yeah, that's it. That's all, folks. <laughs> all right. He's Buster. I'm Nick. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week for 203. Goodbye. Goodbye.